You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. Good morning, you wonderful human being. It is 6 a.m. And so I thought it is appropriate to record you guys a podcast on morning routine. Now, I did record a 53 second video about this same topic on Instagram, but it was very much buzzfeeded up. And if you're listening to the podcast, you are clearly of the propane intelligentsia and you are wanting more of the nuanced approach, more of the depth behind the concepts. And so that is what I'm going to give you today. But first, let me tell you about two fetishes that the fitness industry has right now. Number one is skipping breakfast. It always seems to be kind of cool to skip breakfast at the moment, but it flips between breakfast being the most important meal of the day and the fitness industry saying that breakfast is like the new smoking. The second fetish is drinking coffee. Now, I've probably pissed off a lot of people with that. No, no, I'm not addicted. I just just like it. But there's a lot of fetishization in the sense that um, things are posted about it constantly on Instagram or on social media. And it's really developed the same reliance that um, I would see in a drug addict. But that's that's by the by. If you want to drink your coffee, that's fine. Um, If a man can marry a man, then why can't you marry a cup of coffee? That's that's totally, um, totally reasonable. However, what I would like to discuss are the two sequelae, the two uh, downstream effects, the side effects, the the downside of doing both of those things. And what I call this is the anxiety cocktail. So typically the fitness enthusiast will wake up, they will immediately check their phone, then they decide to skip breakfast because the fitness industry is is currently in the, the fashion phase of saying that that is a good idea. They then drink enough coffee to hospitalize themselves. Um, so they will nail the coffee, um, enough to hospitalize an elephant, I said on the video. Um, and then step three is reprogramming your brain for stress, taking an Instagram selfie or just scrolling the, the newsfeed neurotically looking for likes. And number four is then to spend the day hunched over a screen, multitasking, breathing shallowly, and just getting sucked into work without having really planned what they want to do that day and just essentially hopping onto the roller coaster of the morning. And I looked at this morning routine and also looked at the relationship <clears throat> between um, modern life and anxiety. And a friend of mine, George McGill, sent a um, screenshot the other day of people so of the Google searches from 2004 up until now and looking at the rates of the term anxiety. Google ranking for anxiety has gone up by about double. So it's an interesting correlation and I, I honestly think a lot of digital media is to blame for this and I'm going to run through each of these steps. Um, But the point is, we have this anxiety cocktail, we have this morning routine, it's a very common thing for people to do. We already have a natural surge of cortisol in the morning. Cortisol awakening response is 
the term we use to describe the peak of cortisol, the stress hormone, at 45 minutes into the morning. Now, <clears throat> often, <clears throat> excuse me, often that is after somebody has had their coffee. And so when they have this peak in the cortisol awakening response, they assume that that is the effect of the coffee. Whereas actually, if you just didn't have your coffee in the morning and waited, you'd probably see that you were fully awake by 45 minutes after waking. Um, but instead, we, we almost double down on it. We take a stimulant into our brain, in, into our body, and then we, we prime our brain by skipping breakfast. Again, it puts us into um, more of a sympathetic glucagon dominant state, along with focusing all of our attention and all of our desire on external approval and the neurotic circular pattern, the cycle of checking through each of the social media feeds and then sitting over a desk, shallow breathing, multitasking. So again, another way to increase that sense of franticness. And we wonder why we're anxious throughout the day. So that is the uh, that is the anxiety cocktail, and it's really quite easy to avoid this. You can just undo those first four steps. My recommendation would simply be drop the morning coffee for a while. See if that makes any difference. Try eating your breakfast, particularly a protein and fat dominant breakfast. But to be honest, anything uh, that is a, there is an association between skipping breakfast and anxiety or stress during the day. You may not even call it anxiety, you may not even have noticed that that's what it is until you try this and then you're like, oh my god, I was so wound up during the day and didn't realise. Um, I've definitely experienced this myself, especially when intermittent fasting, where it kind of creeps up on you and by 2, 3pm of fasting you realise that you can almost hear the buzzing. They're like, mm. you're like, oh man today all i've been doing is like flitting around and the, the the problem also is that you get because of this mental state there is sometimes the sense of being more productive the sense of being overly stimulated and flitting between tasks gives you a, an internal subjective sense of like okay i'm getting loads done today but often it's an illusion and we know that multitasking gives you the perception of productivity but it doesn't really give you the the output. Just because you're moving between tasks, the sensation of time going past faster um, takes place, but there isn't really anything to show for it. And the most successful people in life are the ones that are able to sit down and do a single task for hours at a time without distraction. And focus is really the superpower in the modern world. And by following the anxiety cocktail in the morning, you're just priming your brain every time for multitasking and flitting between stuff. So I'd highly recommend you focus on one thing in the morning. It's another tip from Tim Ferriss as well saying, wake up, do the thing that scares you the most for two hours straight. And then no matter what you do the rest of the day, even if you screw it up, you've still had a successful day. Hey, Johnny here. Just a really quick interruption to this episode to let you know about a resource we now have up and running on propinfitness.com. 
One of the most popular questions we get from readers and listeners is, hey guys, what would you recommend for my starting calories for fat loss and muscle gain? How much protein, carbs, fat? How many calories should I eat to begin my journey as a starting point? Normally, this is something that we do for clients when they come into our program, the Appropriate Protocol. But recently, we have opened up the calculator that we use for all of our clients so that you can get a free calculation, a free starting point of what we would recommend if you were to start as a client with us for your protein, carbs, fats, and calories overall for either fat loss or muscle gain, customized to you and your goal. If you want to get access to that, it is totally free. You just have to go to propanefitness.com forward slash calculator, enter your information, and we will send your macros and your calorie recommendations to that email address. And we'll also send you a few free resources over email just to pad that out and ensure that you have the best possible chances of reaching your goals in fat loss and muscle gain. Hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. So that's it. Um, A couple of other thoughts on breakfast in general. Now, this does go up against the should I eat breakfast or should I not eat breakfast? But um, as far as weight goes, just to really kind of nip that in the bud, it's there is an association in the data between breakfast and obesity, or between skipping breakfast and obesity, rather. Now, I think this is a tertiary factor. Most people who skip breakfast, if they're not into fitness, are, mo- are more so doing it not because Martin Burkhan told them to, but they're doing it because maybe they lack a morning routine, or maybe they are more likely to just pick something up on the way to work or at lunchtime and and overcompensate or they have um this is more of an association with depression because sleeping in in the mornings is another association with that so it's not as simple as skipping breakfast makes you obese and actually if you add in breakfast to someone who doesn't typically eat breakfast they can gain weight and that also makes very much a lot of sense that you add in a meal that someone doesn't ordinarily eat, you're including calories in a day that they normally wouldn't have had, and so they're going to gain weight. So it's important that if you're trying this experiment, rather than just adding a meal, if your goal is fat loss, obviously control for calories. Make sure that you're taking your calories from another meal in the day. All I'm saying is shift them to a bit earlier in the morning if you struggle with stress or anxiety. If you don't, if you feel relaxed as a Hindu cow throughout the day, then there's no problem, no need to change. Um, It may even be that dropping one of these things, so dropping the coffee, at least stops the compounding effect, the sending yourself right over the edge by throwing in several stresses at once. Now, you might have heard also that I have been doing the Wim Hof method, the cold shower in the morning. And yes, that is a stressor. And yeah, if, if I was to do that, along with a lot of other things at once, then yeah, it certainly could be a problem. And one thing that people overlook with the Wim Hof method, if, if you don't know what that is, by the way, it is you wake up, you breathe, hyperventilate for 30 to 40 breaths, and then you do a cold shower while holding your breath. You then do another 30 to 40 breaths while still in the cold shower, hold again, and then do one more round. And then once you finish with the cold shower, you can either turn it warm or you can get out and wrap up in warm clothing. Now, the I had a little sip of tea there. Um, so the where was I? The cold shower in the morning is a short, acute stress. 
it's it's very short lived and then once you wrap up again the goal is that a bit like exercise is a stress but it's done in a controlled way in a short time rather than a long kind of lingering sense of stress like sitting watching looking over a desk um and staring at a screen it's something that's done short and sharp to then create an adaptive response in your body so that you can handle things a bit later on. It's a bit like the adage in Fight Club of when you've had a fight, the volume in the rest of life turns down. So I think this is slightly different. Um, the, the reason it's different is that the chronic stress of hunching over a screen, for example, you've adopted the breathing patterns of somebody who is stressed. It's usually done for several hours and there is a relationship between funnily enough, looking at something close and not taking a, a longer um, hor- horizon kind of long distance view with your eyes, um, that actually has an effect on your sympathetic tone. And so the rule that Johnny mentioned to me, the twenty 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 rule of every 20 minutes, spend 20 seconds looking at something 20 meters away is a way to at least counteract that to an extent. I hope that's given you guys some food for thought. You might be thinking, what's my morning routine? What does it look like now? Well, not that mine is particularly perfect. It suits my needs. And I think people, again, fetishize morning routines um, quite a lot. But I don't do any journaling or anything like that. I know um, Johnny is very much into that right now because he's been challenged by (laughs) by Chris to get the six-minute diary. So we'll certainly do a podcast on his experiences with that. But what I do, I've work, I've been woken up by Pizes at, say, six o'clock or just before, um, which is an app, P-Z-I-Z-Z, um, that you play before bed, and it just has a rotating script of um, NLP-based sleep induction, along with some soundscapes. It's lovely, big fan of it, um, knocks me out very quickly, and it wakes you up with a similar gentle sound in the morning. Um, I have my phone on airplane mode. I'm also woken up um, or I have a backup safety where a few minutes later, my light bulb automatically comes on um, to to full brightness for 15 minutes to wake me up as well. Um, Otherwise, all other electronic devices in the room are off, um, especially the Wi-Fi booster or the router. If you have one near your room, Um, these things do emit EMF electromagnetic frequencies and as tinfoil hat as it sounds, there is evidence to show that they disrupt monoamines in the brain. They disrupt your um, your brain uh, chemistry, and that will disrupt your sleep quality. So it's quite an easy win. Putting a timer on your router plug or just turning it off before you go to bed. It's not it's not like you're having to go out of your way to do that. And if it improves your sleep quality by ten twenty percent. That's pretty good. That's quite a good payoff for the tinfoil hat. Um, So after that, I would do two two Pomodoros of work, so two blocks of 25 minutes of focused work. You are one of those Pomodoros today while I'm recording this for you. Um, And then have breakfast, do a lying relaxation practice. That's thanks to Kit Lachlan, who, having chatted with him on the weekend, he basically said, look, you need to stop meditating for a while and just do some lying relaxation um, because as a knowledge worker, you're someone who is is already going to be um, 
overly dominant in the head energy center, the head zone. Um, and so doing stuff to ingrain more of your consciousness in your body is going to be a good thing. And if you want more on that, listen to the interviews we've done with Kit Lachlan. We've done two now, and also he's written a number of guest articles on the website. The last one is one that I wrote, which was just some insights from the stretching workshop weekend. Definitely worth reading. It kind of summarizes his approach quite nicely and gives you an approach to both stretching and lying relaxation practice and why, um, as lame as it sounds, it is something that we should all be doing. So after that, I'll just drive into hospital listening to another app that I've discovered called Book Player, which I listen to lectures or um, podcasts or anything with that, usually on double speed, if it's especially if it's a lecture, if it's course related, and then try and actively recall the topics that were mentioned by doing a voice recording for myself. So let me know your thoughts on that. Let me know what your morning routine is. Also, guys, if you've made it this far, I would very much appreciate a five-star review on iTunes. Um, it really helps us to rank higher on iTunes and therefore produce better content for you guys um, to get better guests on. So that would be lovely. Um, I see that some of you beautiful people have left some reviews for us as well. That would be great, but that's time out of your day. If you're happy just to leave us a five-star review, then you will be supporting the cause of the Propane podcast. All right, any questions in the future, let me know. Send us a message on any of the platforms that we have and we will record you a Podi C. Okay, speak soon. Hey, Johnny again. Hope you enjoyed that episode. So we have an opportunity for you, something that we have put together that is totally free, that is a synthesis of everything that Yusuf and I have learned in fat loss, muscle gain, nutrition, training, lifestyle, habits, the works. Everything that you hear on these podcasts, condensed and more, condensed into a synthesis of seven days of learning and immersive experience to totally overhaul, enhance and accelerate the results you're getting currently in your training and your nutrition, no matter how advanced you are or aren't. We put together a virtual learning interactive coaching experience called the 7-Day Kickstart that you can take part in whenever you're ready to. To join, simply go propenfitness.com forward slash 7-Day Kickstart. Enter your details and you'll be sent everything that you need. You'll be coached by the Propen Fitness coaching team over seven days for free. You'll get seven days of content sent to your email completely for free. And it gives you a look behind the scenes of what we do with clients and gives you a ton of information that previously was only available to paying clients inside of our world. So propenfitness.com forward slash seven day kickstart to take part. And we hope to see you inside. See you in the next episode. Speak soon. Show, show.